Pure, authentic conversation. That's soulfully casual. So grab your favorite beverage, sit in your favorite chair. Here is your host, Maddie Ice. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Soulfully Casual with Matt Freights, also known as Maddie Ice. It's amazing that we've gotten to the new year. It is amazing that it is 2022. I remember just yesterday thinking that the year 2000 felt like a monumental moment in my lifetime. It felt like a monumental moment in so many people's lifetimes. The Y2K bug. We thought the entire world was going to go down. The way that the new year begins generally tends to set the tone for the way that the new year is going to be. At least that's the way that I find it. Maybe not. Because when I think about the start of 2020, I think about anticipating being a new dad. And I think about all the changes that were going to come as a result of the changing of my life. I mean, being a new father was something that I'd I'd always wanted, but yet I didn't know what that was going to bring. Fast forward to March of 2020, my life had drastically changed, but for reasons that were different than just fatherhood. March 6th comes around, and all of a sudden I'm a father, and everything is different. And fast forward about 10 days later, and the world as we knew it then has no longer returned because the pandemic has just continued. And I remember thinking to myself, I can't wait to get out of 2020. I can't wait to spring, you know, hope springs eternal, as they would say. We knew a vaccine was on the way and we felt like hope was coming. And so 2021 started and what we celebrated, I use celebrating in quotes, what we celebrated last week was the anniversary of the attacks on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th of 2021. Really, really strange anniversary to be celebrating. But then again, the event itself, event might not even be the right word. The whole thing was very, very strange. And it really set the tone for what turned out to be a very tumultuous 2021 for reasons I don't think that many of us really thought was going to happen. But if you think about my theory about how the beginning of the year generally sets the tone for what the year is going to be like, January 6th was about one thing, is about division. It was about us versus them. It was about feeling as if something had been stolen stolen from people. And people, and I'm talking about the people that showed up, delusional in the idea that they were going to somehow break the fabric of this country by inserting themselves into the U.S. Capitol, essentially dressed like jackasses, not really doing anything of note, just to basically take selfies and put it on social media. And a lot of people got arrested. There was unfortunately one death. And ultimately, it didn't change anything in what happened with the results of the election. Joe Biden is our president today. As 2021 went along, I felt hope coming up. I felt as if perhaps we were going to get out of it. Getting the vaccine was a really surreal moment for me. I've gotten many shots in my lifetime. I've gotten many vaccines in my lifetime, and they don't feel surreal in the moment. They feel like you know something that you take for granted because it's just something that you do. And so getting the shot felt like, all right, this is a step in the right direction. This is where we're going to break free of what we have been captivated by since the beginning of the pandemic. And for about three weeks, we got that. And then it all came crashing down when the Delta variant happened. And then Omicron is here. I cut COVID at the end of the year. And what generally happened this entire year was a continued battle of us versus them. People feeling emboldened in both sides of the equation, basically attributing 
their feelings on the pandemic to some sense of morality, some sense of politics. And it was an unfortunate year. It was a difficult year for a lot of people. However, over the course of the year, many people that I know went through a very, very positive thing or they or many positive things. I know people that got married. I know people that had children. I know people that became expecting of new children or they picked up new hobbies. For me, even in the face of losing my mom, so many great things happened. I started Matty Ice Media Network, which this podcast is being brought to you by. And you can find it on all platforms, including now YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube, you're seeing my face for the first time. Congrats. Unless, of course, you know me already. But we're doing something new. So that's something that came about. I honestly found myself in a lot of different ways. I reconnected with people in my life. And I met some new people. Not as many as I would have liked. But a lot of great things happened. But even coming up to the end of 2021, as I talked about in the Saying Goodbye to 2021 episode... I wanted 2022 to be something better. And I think a lot of people generally tend to feel that way. I think we always come into the new year thinking that we're going to refresh everything. It's going to be a new start. And how do many people do that? Many people do that with New Year's resolutions. Now, I have to say, personally, I feel as if New Year's resolutions are a sham because I don't think it's necessarily the concept of of a resolution that is the issue. I think it's generally in the unfair expectations and in the implementation that most people put on these new year's resolutions because starting the new year you're looking back at the old year and you're thinking to yourself man i didn't think that this went well or i'd like to fix this about my life or myself and what do we always want we want instant gratification we always want to see those pounds shed off we always want to see those muscles show up we always want to see that new promotion or that bigger paycheck The reality of those things is that it takes time for them to manifest themselves. It doesn't take the first few weeks of the year. It takes sometimes the whole year. And I also think people don't set realistic resolutions for themselves or realistic expectations for themselves. And I think that what we find is that we're trying to accomplish something that maybe wasn't accomplishable. Is that even a word? Accomplishable? Whatever. That wasn't even attainable in the first place. And I think we're setting ourselves back in that regard. So... 2022 is here. The show is under a new thing. We're, we're on video now, a new thing. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I'm not even polished anymore. We're going to start over again. The show is in a new iteration. We're taking on a new evolution. We're growing. We're on video. Scaling back a little bit, but bringing you some different flavors of the show. Giving you a little bit more of an intimate look, all this stuff back here, an intimate look into what Matt Freitz's house looks like. And what it looks like is a TV with blue lights on it. Spoiler alert for those of you listening wherever you find your podcast. Anyway, so what does that mean? Growth, right? And I'm supposed to grow with the show. The show has grown over the course of the the time that it has been on the airwaves, August of 2020. And over the course of last year, it grew a lot. I grew a lot. And so how do I do that in 2022? Well, I'm going to embrace something that I've never really wanted to embrace in the first place. And that's New Year's resolutions. Because in my mind... Sharing New Year's resolutions with you and making New Year's resolutions, doing something that is the antithesis of what I've done every year, to me, has been a growth experience. I did not come out with an episode last week because I spent a lot of time really thinking about what I wanted to do in 2022, the resolutions that I felt were applicable to my life that I could share with you and be able to attain and give you at the end of the year sort of a synopsis of how that went. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please let me know in the comment section below what are some of your resolutions that you'd like to accomplish. Realistic ones. doesn't have to be a big grand gesture. 
It could be as simple as, I'd like to go to the hardware store and not feel intimidated. So whatever it is, let me know in the comment section below. If you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. It's very, very appreciated. If you're listening in the podcasting world, hit me up on Instagram, Soulfully Casual Podcast. Let me know what some of your resolutions are. So what are we going to do in this episode? We're going to start the year off with a banger. I'm going to give you eight, that's right, eight New Year's resolutions that I want to achieve in the year of 2022. And I'm going to share them with you here. And you can keep me accountable. And hopefully these are realistic. I've spent a lot of time thinking about them because I wanted them to be attainable and I wanted them to be realistic. So here we go. So number one, anybody who knows me in my personal life or has listened to this show before knows that I was an avid runner at one time in my life. At age 27, which now seems like forever ago because I'm going to be 40 in 2023, I had a heart attack and nearly died. I lost a lot of weight and I discovered running, and running in many, many ways saved my life. I ran all over the country, and it was something that I loved so much. I really grew to be passionate about it, possibly obsessed about it, but it really saved my life. A lot of people felt that perhaps I was running from my demons. Really, what I was doing is running with my demons to understand them, to better understand myself. The times that I would run was my time. It was just me and my brain, and I would think about a lot of things, take in the scenery, and it was a wonderful time in my life. Fast forward to today, seven marathons and however many races later, my arthritic hip will not allow me to do the kind of running that I used to do. And I will tell you, I miss it a lot. I miss being able to just get up and go out and run five miles and just call it a day. General exercise is what that used to be. Now, it takes a lot for me to even get up to a mile, even two miles. So in 2022, This is my first resolution. I would like to run uninterrupted five miles at some point this year. It doesn't have to be a race. It doesn't have to be anything official. It can just be in my neighborhood. But I want to be able to, from start to finish, get up and run fully, not fast, not pretty, just complete it. Because it's something that I've missed. And it's going to take a lot of work to get there. It's going to take some mental fortitude. It's going to take losing some weight and eating better. But I know that I can get there. And it's something that I feel as if I can attain by the last day of this year, about a year from now. So that's number one. Number two, I have a friend who listens to the show. Her name is Lee. Thank you, Lee. She has been listening to the show since day one. She is another super fan like Miss Joyce, but I know she will appreciate this resolution because I know it's something that she is passionate about. One thing that I'd like to do more of in my life in general is read. I used to like to read. I actually still like to read. But finding the time between jobs, between podcasting, and just between everything that piques my interest in life, sometimes I don't read as often as I would like. So I want to read more in 2022. But in order to attain that, I need to put something finite. I need to have a metric that goes along with it. There is the mathematician sort of brain that I take from my uh, my personal life. So I would like to basically read one book per month. And it doesn't have to be a book I've never read. It just has to be a book a month. And what I would like to do is share that experience with you on the show, perhaps in some type of review form or whatever. So that's what I'd like to do there. So one book per month, and you can keep me accountable. I might even review them. I hope to review them. And uh, if you have any suggestions on books that I could read or you think that I might enjoy, let me know in the comment section or on Instagram. Number three, in my old bachelor days, even before I met my wife, I used to love to cook and Since we moved into this house, 
we really don't have the kitchen space to do the kind of cooking that I used to like to do. I like to spread out. I used to like to get recipes, cookbooks, and really have fun with it. And when I, you know, we moved here, the kitchen is small. Well, we are redoing our kitchen, Mrs. Ice and I, and Mrs. Ice and me. And we are making it the kitchen that we always wanted. And so this has motivated me to want to get back into cooking again. Something else I like to do in my personal life is watch a YouTube channel called Binging with Babish. If you're somebody who likes food and you like cooking, I I implore you to check it out. It's a fantastic channel. Shout out to Andrew Rea, Mr. Babish, uh, for having such a great channel. Uh, It really inspires me to continue to make content and also to want to cook more. Now, my wife, for our anniversary last year, got me his cookbook called Binging with Babish. And another cookbook by a, a chef that had been highlighted on his show called, his name is Isaac Toombs, and he does Cajun cuisine. So I have both of their cookbooks. And what I'd like to do this year is make one recipe from each of those cookbooks. And um, I'm hoping to attain that because there's a lot of yummy recipes in there. And one of the recipes I'd like to try from the Cajun one is to really try a dark roux. It's difficult, it's time consuming, and you really need to watch it. So I'd like to try that. So that's number three. Number four. I used to love to go to sporting events. When I was a kid, my dad took me to so many baseball games. That was really where we did a lot of our bonding. And we went to so many different types of games. Now, not a lot of NFL games, mostly baseball. I do love a good sporting event. The last sporting event that I went to was in February of 2020. It was an XFL game. I went with my brother-in-law, Mike, who's been on this show before, and his brother-in-law, Greg. We live really close to the Washington Nationals, but somehow over the course of the last few years, we really haven't made our way to a a live sporting event because it's going downtown and living in the suburbs now, it's a little bit far away. So I want to try and go to a live sporting event in 2022. Of course, keeping in mind all of the, you know, the, the COVID protocols, testing and all of that kind of thing. I'm vaccinated, so that's not gonna be a problem. So I want to attend a live sporting event in 2022. Number five sort of piggybacks off of that. One thing I realized in putting this episode together, the notes for it anyway, is I've never really talked about music on this podcast before. Music is something that is very influential in my life. I have music on constantly. I always love music. I've been to so many concerts. I've been very, very fortunate in my life. The first concert I ever went to was Corn and Rob Zombie. and My mom bought me the tickets and that was in 1999 dating myself a little bit for all the youngins listening to this show. Anyway, fast forward to today, and I have been to hundreds of concerts. Some of them I've even forgot going to. I love music and I love live music, but I haven't been to a show since October of 2019. And that was a really good day. It was a Black Keys concert. It was awesome. However, that day I found out we were having a boy. And so I'd like to attend a live concert in 2022. Now, thankfully, I have tickets lined up for a couple of shows. And hopefully they happen. Hopefully I find somebody to go with me. It'd be great to be able to go to a live show and recapture the magic and what makes me feel alive about music and live music in general. So that's number five. Number six, I've talked about movies before. I love television and movies and I love watching movies and television now. And TV today has gone into movie making. The production values are ridiculous on television nowadays because you get these mini series that basically act like five, six hour movies and they're split up into more palatable episodes, so to speak. However, my movie knowledge and watching sort of ends around 1975, basically. Like, I've not seen a lot of movies prior to the 1970s, and that means there's a lot of really good, critically acclaimed movies that I've never seen. 
Casablanca is an example. I've never seen Casablanca, which as a movie lover feels like blasphemy to me. So one thing that I'd like to do this year is watch one of those older, and I mean pre-1970, probably like 50s, 40s, critically acclaimed movies that I have never seen. If you have any suggestions, let me know in the comments. I'd love to know some of the ones I should, you know, try and see. Casablanca is obviously on there. If I can att- if I can achieve watching more than one, I'd love to. Finding time to watch movies is difficult. Sometimes Mrs. Ice falls asleep during movies and we have to watch them in pieces and that kind of takes away a little bit. So let me know a movie that you think I would enjoy. That's number six. Number seven. Number seven actually relates to something that started in 2021. Being together so often and being inside so often, the pandemic has sort of conditioned us to be more inside, to be more reclusive, right? Introverted. Now, I myself am an extroverted introvert where I'm good being out with people, but sometimes I'm not as comfortable as I seem to be. And so I have become a little bit more of a homebody being a parent and during the pandemic because we really haven't gone a lot of places the way that we at least used to. And so my wife and I decided somewhere in the middle of 2021 that Thursday nights were our night. I might might have mentioned this before. And it's been something that's great because I know Thursdays are off limits to everything else, including technology. And we've just spent time together, not necessarily doing anything crazy, watching movies, playing video games. It's been our time. And so I'd like to piggyback off that and I'd like to make it even better. So number seven is I would like my wife and I to start something new together, an us hobby. I'm not sure what that is. That's something that we will mutually agree upon. But what I mean by this resolution is I want to start something new together. I want to become passionate about something and grow together through this new activity. It can be dance lessons. It can be woodworking. Doesn't matter. We'll figure it out and we're going to stay with it. So I'd like to make our resolution or our new practice of Thursday nights be even better and grow even more together. And that leads me to number eight. Number eight is probably the most difficult resolution to accomplish in 2022. Hopefully not. Hopefully I can accomplish it by, you know, basically using this podcast and the connections that I could be making, the interactions that I could be making through podcasting to make this happen. When I think about my childhood and I think about young adult life, I think about all the people and acquaintances that have rolled through my life, that have cycled through my life since I've been alive on this earth. And I don't think we stop and think about just how many people we encounter throughout our entire lives and how many friends we make that end up dropping off. We have friends that stay with us our whole lives. Shout out to a lot of the friends that I've talked about in an episode in uh, in November. Thankful for my friends, Jeremy, Adam, Cleveland, whole bunch. I couldn't name them all, but they're great people. So thankful for them. There's a lot of friends that I've had that have been in my life for very short amounts of time. They've been great times. And friendship is kind of that way. However, I have not really been able to meet a lot of new people since becoming a father and since the pandemic. And really, it's more the pandemic. My wife and I had aspirations of being those parents that were constantly out with our child to get him used to the kind of lifestyle that we wanted to live as parents. And the world has just not allowed that. In 2021, I was very fortunate to be able to make a new friend, although I've never met that new friend. And that his name is Matt Humphreys. He's been on some of the other stuff on Matty Ice Media, like Drippin' Sports. If you never checked that out, MattyIceMedia.com. You can find all the other podcasts that we do. But I've never met Matt in person, and I hope to remedy that in 2022. However, I'd like to make a new friend in 2022. It could be one of you. It could be somebody here 
in the DMV, in Northern Virginia, I don't care. I've been lacking that social interaction, that organic feeling of meeting somebody new, getting to know somebody, connecting with somebody. It doesn't matter. It's not a romantic thing. It's connecting with another human being on a level that sometimes we don't connect with in other ways. And I'd like to be able to do that this year. That's going to be tough. But I know that over the course of this year, I can break out of my shell and I can make it happen. So there you go. I've given you eight resolutions to keep tabs on me now. And I feel like they're realistic. I feel like I can do it. And I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited. I feel as if I have things to look forward to, things to strive for this year. And I want to be able to share them with you over the course of the year. And at the end of the year, let you know how I did on all eight. Like I said, let me know in the comment section if you're, you know, what, what are some of the things you're looking to strive for? What are some of the resolutions you'd like to set for yourself? Or maybe something that you don't think that you can achieve. I'd love to know. I'd love to be able to share it with others. I'd love to be able to share it with the listeners of this show. Because sometimes when we think that we're struggling with something, we're actually not the only one. And by hearing that somebody else wants to do something that you've always wanted to do, it might inspire somebody else to sort of jumpstart their life through their New Year's resolution. So I want to thank everybody for listening, for everybody that's watching out there. I'm excited about this new evolution of the show. We're scaling back a little bit. We're scaling back to one episode a week because I want to make that content real, meaningful, and good. And I want it to be video and audio because I want to give people a little bit more of a glimpse of my life, who I am. For the entirety of this show, I've been Matty Ice. And if you know who I am in my personal life, you knew who I was. But for those of you who don't, now you know that my name is Matt Freights and I'm the host of Soulfully Casual. And I'm excited to be able to connect with you and to be able to keep bringing the content that we have. I love this show. I love the vibe of the show. And one thing that I like to do is share your stories, your voices. I need more voices, more stories on this show. So if you're listening and you want to be on the show, this platform is for you because everybody needs a platform. There's a lot of voices out there that need to be heard. They're passionate about things in this world that need to be recognized. They need to be heard. And I want to be able to connect with you and allow you the platform to do so. So thank you for listening this week. Make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe wherever you follow us on po- in the podcasting world. And make sure to hug your loved ones and tell somebody this week that you're thinking about them. Stay safe out there, everybody. And I will talk to you next week. Peace. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on the Soulfully Casual podcast are those of Matty Ice and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. The Soulfully Casual podcast is exclusively owned by Matty Ice and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.